This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have on another good neighbor, Daryl Rancière with Detail House. How are you today, man? Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing awesome today. We've got a little bit of snow, but it's January in Canada. What can you expect? That's it, man. Par for the course. But but things are going well. Appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, Jeff. Good man. Good man. Okay, so the audience does know that we met a bit before, and I, we took a bit of a deep dive into your business and your story and your journey. It's very interesting. I love what you're doing. I love the age that you're doing it at. So very simply put, tell the audience about your business for the people who know nothing about Detail House. What is it? Absolutely, yeah. So Detail House is a mobile car detailing company. Uh, essentially what that means is there's no need to bring your car into a shop to get it detailed. I'll come right to you, be it your house, your workplace, your office, uh, wherever's most convenient for you. Uh, you can spend a day at home, Sunday, you know, cozying up by the fireplace, come out to a brand new car later in the day. Uh, it's a way to bring a lot of convenience to you, not having to waste the time driving anywhere. Um, while still making it super convenient for you being able to go right into your house. Beautiful. You just painted that dream. Stay home, cozy, <laughs> play a little video game, watch a little movie, get the Absolutely. car clean. And you guys are inside and out. You will do that whole car. Absolutely. Yeah, full inside, outside. Uh, we even go so far as to offer paint correction. Um, in the coming spring, actually, we're looking to launch ceramic coatings as well. Uh, give you a lot of long-term protection over the summer and winter months. Beautiful. So you'll take care, make that car look beautiful. Yeah, anything anything with your car to make it look absolutely brand new is I'm the guy to go to. Beautiful. I love it. And you'll go right to the house. Trucks, vans, cars, sports cars, expensive cars, doesn't matter. Absolutely. Yeah, great point. I've gone anywhere from minivans of a mom before who's had decimated for years and hasn't even touched it, uh, all the way to people who have those really nice, you know, Porsches and just love their car, super enthusiastic about it, and want to make sure it looks 100% every single day. Beautiful. I have to ask, man, what is what is by your definition the best car that you've detailed best car i have where was it yeah was it so good that you were a little intimidated to detail it, it was i a, imagine i would be it was a little <laughs> bit scary you know it's a very expensive car this one was a jaguar xcr um Ooh. so it's a bit of an older one but it meant a lot uh, so much to my client um and that's really what inspires me so much is seeing how much it means to them knowing i put all of my passion all of my love into it for them uh and then seeing the reaction afterwards as well. Um, it's definitely one of the greatest things about this. Oh, yeah. Fulfilling work, man. When you can do something for somebody that maybe they can do, probably don't want to do, maybe can't do at their skill level, but it's something for their pride and joy. Like you you really spiff up somebody's house they love, their cottage, their car, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I can imagine it's a pretty fulfilling experience when you see the look on their face. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of Beautiful like man. when you go to the spa, you know, you feel absolutely 100% glowing afterwards. I like to think of it detailing as like the spa for your car. Afterwards, Beautiful. it's going to be feeling great, looking great. Beautiful. Love it, man. Tell our listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, a bit about your journey. Well, like, why did you get into this? Like, how does somebody come across car detailing? Have you always wanted to do this? How and why did you get into this? What's your story behind it? Absolutely. Uh, so, it's kind of a jumbled start, honestly. A lot of my life, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be prime minister. Uh, then I wanted to be a doctor, a psychiatrist, a police officer. Um, and I was always jumping everywhere and never really having something I was passionate about. Um, and it was when when I got my favorite car. It was a dream car I wanted for almost a decade. Um, and I was like, how do I keep care of this? How do I make it look great? How do I make it look awesome all the time? Uh, it's actually where I discovered detailing. I'd never heard about it before. 
Uh, so I started learning more about it, started doing it to my own car, loved it. I thought it was great. People started saying, Daryl, your car looks awesome. Can you do it in my car? Um, and that's kind of just where the ball started rolling. I started looking into it more. Um, it seems like it'd be something I love doing. Even now, I still do love doing it. So um, it was through that people just telling me, hey, I'll pay you to do this to do my car. It was through that that I was able to see that, wow, you know, this is a business that I could actually run. And here we are almost a year later doing great. Beautiful. And what was that car that you wanted for a decade? It's a, it's a BRZ a GT86. Uh, might be a little bit strange, but I think I can actually, you can see the side of it there. The white, <laughs> I, the white right? White one, yeah, I know it's a little yeah. strange, but you can see the side of it right there. That's Beautiful. One of my favorite parts about the apartment I live in is I get to look at my window, see my car anytime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're a car guy, it's right there for you. It's awesome, man. Absolutely, Jeff. Um, some myths or misconceptions that the audience may think about the business, about your business. What are people, what is a common thing that people are thinking out there that may be incorrect? I think the most common misconception people have about kind of detailing as a whole is it's just an expensive car wash. Um, you know, on the one hand, yeah, we make the car stuff get off the car. And if you reduce it that simply, sure. Uh, but with a car wash, it's very generic and kind of how it attacks things. It's one plan, one brush paints everything. Whereas with detail, like we go at it a very unique way. Um, every car is different. So you can't go at it with a blanket statement. Um, it's very, it's right. each car. Some cars have harder paints, softer paints. Uh, there's so much I learn and still I'm learning every single car I work on, uh, that there's no way a, uh, Conventional car wash will handle the way I do. Okay, so not an expensive car wash. You have the <clears throat> the attention to detail that a car wash, a robotic car wash, cannot have. You treat every car a little bit differently, whereas a car wash is the same for every car. Maybe even hurting some cars, depending on if it's yeah. touch or touchless. I imagine. Yeah, you, make a great you point. have that attention to detail right yeah. for, for each car so big difference yeah the damage especially is uh something that's overlooked a lot like if you go through one of the ones with the spinny uh, big wheels think of a really you know dirty muddy truck goes in right before you all that mud's going to be stuck in the bristles it's going to absolutely scratch your paint uh then we go with the flip side with the touchless often that's a lot usually that will be a lot better however if you have something like a ceramic coating or any sort of protection on there it will degrade that a lot more quickly do the really really harsh chemicals it has to use uh, to in order to clean it with a in a touchless manner. Yeah, I mean, a misconception for me about the car wash was <clears throat> I got my um, favorite car, which was uh, an Audi A4 back when I was in my twenties, and it was standard. It was one of the last years for its standard. It's two thousand and ten or so. Nice, and uh, I loved it. Black on black, everything, rims. I loved it. That was who I was then, and I was told <laughs> yeah. that the touchless just won't clean it like the touch would that was the suggestion mm -hmm. from somebody i trusted so i took that thing through a touch car wash for eight years finally came you know nearing a point where it needed to go into the shop a number of times and the mechanic said it's like dude have you been taking this through a touch car wash for a while i said yeah that's the only way i do it he says come over here and you could see under a certain light like i couldn't see when i just walked outside to my car but you could yeah. see these like kind of brush strokes, almost yeah. beach strokes. Nice little flashing like this. Do a great job at that. Yeah, I could not believe it when he shined that light on it. My whole car was scratched. Now it was faint, but uh, I was very disappointed. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Something when you're in the sunlight is going to be a lot more evident as well. When you're sitting in the car, you always can't see that. Right. Uh, but everyone else around you absolutely will be. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So great point. Not just an expensive car wash, people. So <clears throat> a little bit about you, Daryl. I see you got a guitar behind you. What do you do <laughs> outside of work for fun? What so that, you going? That's actually my roommate. So as much as I'd love to be able to play that. Okay. Uh, I, I can play the cello, though. That's not something I do anymore. But hey. if there was a cello there, I could play something for you. Cool. Uh, most of my free time now, uh, it's... A lot of it's been, I've been loving discovering new meals recently, you know, just trying new recipes in the kitchen. That's I, piece, yeah. I uh, cooked a lot with my grandmother growing up in high school. So it's very nostalgic for me in a way. It kind of brings me back to home, uh, given that they're all the way over in Peterborough. I almost feels like I'm connected with her in a way, uh, especially whenever I bake anything. It's probably been the most recent thing I've been trying out and doing a lot lately over the past couple of months. Uh, aside from that, mm -hmm. the devout uh, Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, very sad to see what happens with them and the Cowboys. I'll just wipe my tears away. <laughs> but uh, big, big football fan, and uh, being a younger guy, you can imagine a couple of video games here and there as well. Yeah, being an older guy, you can imagine a couple of video games here. And there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Man, that's good. Stay young. Stay young. That's great. That's it. That's it. They just make them too good these days. They um, do. They do. Okay, so a little bit of cello, a little bit of uh food making i love the nostalgia to it it's more than just eating to you it's connection to the family cowboys fan unfortunately and uh a <laughs> little bit of vids i love it man <clears throat> uh so that was the lighter side of the questions a little bit of a tougher question which i have just been uh privileged to get some of the answers that i've gotten from some of the people that have come on the show is about life challenges so i look at it this way if we can share our life challenges if we're comfortable to do it there may be somebody listening that struggles to share theirs and it's almost, in a way, a beacon to show that sharing our life challenges is just a human experience. We all go through it. And um, it's often a mirror, uh, like a reflection into our own life. So if you are comfortable, what hardships, life challenges have you gone through that you, you knew you had to face, didn't want to, because normally they're not comfortable when we go through it. But you look back in hindsight, and you said, I would not be this person that I am today without this. Absolutely. Uh, for, for me, I think it's honestly a lot, something a lot of people right now can relate to, uh, really everyone around the world, is uh, the difficulties through COVID. Uh, I'm a very social, outgoing, bubbly person, and not having that as an outlet for me was, was very hard. Um, and so it was then where you really had to kind of dig down and find happiness and things that maybe wouldn't normally find them in. For me, it was, you know, things like cooking, uh, going to the gym on a run. Uh, it was a big phase of self-discovery for me being able to not being able to but being forced almost to live life in a different way hmm. try to just find meaning in things in a way you didn't have to before uh and it was through that that i really found the passion for kind of self self-growth um and always learning growing being a better person than you were the day before um i think while initially it was a very scary time for me going through all that not having the um, resources and contacts that I usually had. Um, but looking back at it now, uh, seeing the growth that I've made through that, the person that I've become today, um, I can thankfully say that I've been able to go through that and become a better person on the other side. You won at COVID. <laughs> I love it. I hear two sides to that story. Some people say, no, I went backwards. It was two and a half years of just going backwards. And, you know, that was that person's experience, not right or wrong. But I hear the other side of the coin where it's like, I didn't realize how comfortable I was until life, God, whatever you want to call it, forced me to to get curious about other parts of life, maybe the smaller parts of life, things that maybe seem uh, uh, a little more boring and monotonous before yeah. I've now found joy in which if you can find the joy in monotonous, 
like running or going to the gym or these really defer these skills based on deferred gratification um that's like a superpower man. you don't need to be constantly <laughs> stimulated <laughs> I, I mean I, really I, yeah it's, it's, you had to people some people found themselves reading more some people mm -hmm found themselves exercising more focusing on the nutrition more they're like if i'm going to be put in the situation i might as well get better from it that's a hell of a mentality so i give you a lot of credit man at your age i don't know that i would have done that covid treated me Thank pretty you. well but um going through that 10 years ago I, I don't know i think i was kind of prepared for covid 10 years ago i don't know that i would have been so kudos to you man thank you jeff i appreciate the kind words so what is one thing you wish your listeners knew about your business outside of the, it's not an expensive car wash, something specifically about detail house. Absolutely. Um, so I would say for me, I, I've been born and raised most of my life here in Barrie. I've lived in a lot of different cities, um, but this is something somewhere where I've lived most of my life and I love the community around here. Um, that's a little bit about maybe more about detail house and, uh, and what, what kind of who we are, but, in regards to some of the things you, I wish people knew about maybe detailing as a business would be like really the long-term protection of it. Um, if you think about your vehicle as an investment, maybe you spend $40,000, $50,000 on a brand new car. Um, 10 years from now, maybe you want to sell it, get rid of it. Um, who knows? But if you do nothing over those 10 years, the value is going to be very heavily diminished. Whereas if it's something where you treat it as an investment and kind of care for it, um, get it detailed twice a year, it's after those after those 10 years it's going to look so a lot better than it's if you hadn't touched it at all uh and the value of that especially is going to be much much higher um not seeing those rust spots um that's something where over time especially here in canada with the amount of salt we get rust can develop quite quickly um and get those little crevices that a regular touchless car wash isn't going to get into um and that's kind of maybe something i should have mentioned earlier but because of that attention to detail uh some of those rusts uh and salt contaminants and whatnot that get stuck in there uh, allows us to get it out and make sure and ensure that there isn't none of the rest is going to develop on the vehicle. Beautiful. So for, for me, one of the things I love about this podcast is you, you learn so much from people and it's bettered my life significantly in some cases. So I have a car, obviously. <clears throat> um, so what, what's the prescription like to keep the value of my car or to, I like the investment side of things because I do like the look of my car, but my car more serves a function. I want it to look good, but I'm I'm kind of out of that stage right now of my life where it's about the look of my car. It's more about the function. Mm -hmm. And and for it to function well, I need it to go from A to B the way I like it to for as long as possible. So do I get a car wash once a week all year round and then get two detailings or once a month? Or what do you, what is your prescription for the average car, do you think? Yeah. So I would kind of but a little add on to that question as well. Cause if we consider, you know, 10 years from now, you're still going to be around uh, at least hopefully <laughs> all of us. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in 10 years, um, the car, as much as you do take care of it, it might not be functional anymore. The clutches, you know, the brakes, the lines, um, nothing lasts forever. And at that point, you'd probably want to have the best kind of chest in your back pocket possible for whatever future vehicle you may purchase. Um, and that's kind of where I would, kind of rephrase that question a little bit. Um, as for how you would achieve that, um, in the very minimum stance, what I'd recommend would be twice a year, get the outside detail. Uh, that's what that's gonna do a really good job of is addressing the salt that builds up during the winter, any sort of brake dust or industrial fallout that collects on the sun or on the car over the summer months um, and ensure that none of that rust starts to develop underneath the paint where it will then stay there. Um, 
As for the interior, that's a little more of a personal thing. Some people really love a really clean car. Um, and for that, I'd probably recommend once a month would be a great way to keep it looking absolutely spick and span and brand new. Um, whereas if you just want to make it feel relatively clean, you know, maybe you're good with vacuuming up every now and then. I would say four times a year would be a better game plan for keeping it uh, looking really nice on the inside. Okay. So at least twice a year for the exterior. Mm -hmm. And anywhere from once a month to four times a year for the interior. For the interior, I'll, I'll phrase it in the same way for the exterior. Looking at bare minimum, you just want to do the kind of the bare minimum work to keep the value uh, as high as you can. Uh, for the outside, twice a year is what I'd recommend. And then for the inside, I'd probably say three times a year, specifically because uh, carpets, if they aren't dressed sooner fashion than the paint, they will get pretty distressed, pretty damaged. Uh, same with things sort of scuff marks inside there. Okay, so that's great information. And then am I getting car washes outside of the detailing or can I just rely on that? Um, so on that's, it, honestly, like in terms of protecting the condition of the paint, the clarity, the gloss, it'd actually be better not to go through a, a car wash uh, or like, even, especially if it's a brush one, don't even use that. Uh, because if you don't wash it with proper technique, that's where most scratches are going to be introduced. Like if you have maybe a bucket at home or a brush at home that you use to wash it, I would really heavily recommend against doing that because unless you have the proper knowledge of how to wash the vehicle, uh, you're actually going to introduce a lot more scratches than just driving on the road to be for the next six months and not touching it. Wow. Okay. So if you want to be clean, I'll phrase it. If you want to be clean and you don't want to go for a full detail, a quick touchless, you know, in between those six months marks, isn't going to do anything bad. Um, but definitely stray away from washing yourself with a mitt or a brush or going through those touch the touching car wash okay so for me i'm always looking at that minimal standard <laughs> dose can i get away with just washing my car through let's say your detailing shop the exterior twice a year if you're someone who doesn't want their car to like it's there's really a couple different mindsets of people okay if you put yeah. yourself in someone who they really don't care about the look they just want to make sure it stays a good value you'd be perfectly fine doing it just twice a year with me Wow. Okay. But if you're someone who does care a lot about how they look, um, I would have no problem giving you some recommendations on products or wash method to kind of keep those maintenance washes every month going along. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'd recommend most. We'll spend like 30 minutes just kind of going over a couple of things uh, just so you can wash it in a safe manner. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend bringing it to a touch one or um, trying to wash it yourself without doing some research either with me or on your own beforehand. Awesome. Okay. That's very different. I've been told for a long time, try to wash your car once every, you know, couple of weeks in the summer, try to get it once every week in the winter for the salt and build up mm -hmm. and all that. And this is what we're talking about these misconceptions for, because what you just told me, I don't know that I've ever asked that question before, but that's vastly different than what I was expecting. I get my car detailed once a year coming out of the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the amount of money that I spend on car washes, because I'm just, <laughs> I've been told like, I mean, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. And I'm going to go at least twice a month, maybe three times a month. You do the math on that. It's like 700 bucks a year Absolutely. on car washes, <laughs> not yeah. including detailing. So yep. um, maybe the car wash is the expensive approach. I don't know, but I appreciate <laughs> the information. Yeah. With your case, I'd probably recommend the ceramic coating, something for you, because clearly you probably care about having at least a clean car. You don't want it to look yeah. awful all the time. No, uh, something like a, a ceramic coating would be really great um, it doesn't necessarily protect against rocks and debris and stuff like that. What it's going to do is do a great job at making it easier to clean. So if you do awesome. want to wash it yourself or bring it through a car wash, it will do a better job or through a touchless site, it will do a better job than if it wasn't ceramic coated. Beautiful. At least keeping it look good. 
I love it, man. That's valuable information. You may have just saved me like hundreds of dollars a year. <laughs> and that and that's the point of these things is a little bit Absolutely. of education goes a long way. One of my favorite questions, maybe my favorite question. I love the hardship question. Uh, I always love to know people's Rocky cuts uh, screen uh, stories. But um, what kind of impact are you trying to leave, Daryl? Business, personal? We get one crack at this life. Yep. What are you trying to do with it? I want the biggest thing I want to achieve with my business over the next 10, 20, 30 years is I truly just want a better community around me. I, before I started this, I wanted to be a police officer uh, because I wanted to build up the community. Um, and now with this business, the way I see myself being able to do that is in a couple of years being a mentor. Um, I would love to be able to, this is more of a, this is more a personal thing to me. I'd love to go to a, a animal shelter and be able to just pay all of their food every single month for forever and never have that to be something they can worry about because they'd be able to provide so much better care, so much better funding towards getting people to adopt. Um, that's one thing that I just, I've always said all my life that I'd like to do one day. And that's just the one thing that's kind of stuck with me throughout that I'd love to be able to do. I love it, man. Do you have animals? I do. Uh, here she is. Uh, she's sleeping, but she's a adorable little kitty. Let's see her. Yeah, this is... Uh, oh, there she is. This is Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I love but, it. Look at that. Uh, yeah, she's the best. So you fell in love with animals. You see that, like us, they have their struggles. But unlike us, yes, they she are does. super dependent <laughs> on us. And so you want to help them out through the foster care line, through the adoption line at, at the animal shelters. Absolutely. Like, especially with a lot of uh, animal shelters, is they're, they're publicly funded. There are a lot of volunteers there as well. Um, volunteers are a huge part of animal shelters and being able to help them survive and operate. They're, they don't make a lot of money and they provide such a valuable resource to the community. You know, seeing a young dog or a young cat or even an old cat or an old dog getting adopted by a family. It's, if you haven't seen it before, I encourage you to go on YouTube right now and look up some adoptions because it will, it'll break your heart in the best way possible. It's absolutely wonderful. Well, you heard it, people. If you want a clean car and you want to put a <laughs> smile on an animal's face, call Daryl at Details. <laughs> it's much more than just cleaning a car. He's out there saving animals. Um, Daryl, that, that was a pleasure, man. It was a beautiful story. How can our listeners find out about you? What's your details? How do they get a hold of you? Absolutely. I mean, if you want to give me a call or a text right now, feel free to do so. You do it 289-600-8982. Um, you can Google Detail House, H-A-U-S uh, on House. Uh, on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, Google as well, of course. Um, give us a Google, look up us on Google Maps. We're up near the north end of Barrie. Uh, give us a call, shout, text, email, carry pigeon. Uh, we'd love to be able to help you out. Can you imagine somebody figures out a way to send you a carrier pigeon? <laughs> if you're listening now and you achieve this, yeah. it's on me, 100%. Yeah. Free, free detailing. Free, free, free detail, it's on me if you can achieve this. <laughs> please take a picture of that or something put it on social media somebody figures out that carrier pigeon thing absolutely um, <laughs> daryl it's a great story man you just an easy guy to talk to i love what you're doing i love that you're building this business you got a good meaning behind it it's a good purpose you live and work in the community that's what we're trying to do out here i'm very happy to have you on the show man thank it's you a pleasure thank you jeff i appreciate that and it was a pleasure being on here as well i enjoyed this a lot thanks man absolutely thank you for listening to the good neighbor podcast neighbors to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmidhurst.com. That's gnpmidhurst.com. Or call 
705-413-3775.